Cooper Webb's been in the Freak Nation before. Now a two-time Supercross champion uh, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Evidently still celebrating, hanging out at the beach, uh, headed back to his home. What does a two-time Supercross champion do at the beach to celebrate? <laughs> yeah, not too much. Just uh, a little bit of relaxing and R&R. And, uh, obviously, it was a great season, um, but definitely a long one. We, we were on the road for about 18 weeks. Um, so, no, it's good just to kind of take it all in and enjoy the moment and uh, relax a little bit. Cooper Webb, your 2021 450 Supercross champion, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Compare your body to two years ago at this time, not last year with COVID, but the year before. Where does your body rank as far as aches and pains now versus this time in 2019? <laughs> yeah, it's, um, you know, as you get older and, and have a little bit more injuries, you uh, you don't come as, as useful as I guess you used to be, but um that's why we train train our butts off to try to uh, prepare for that and and be as as lively as we can and feel as good as we can year after year. Um, definitely, you know, like I said, takes a toll on you with injuries and as well as um, you know just racing and, and being on the road and like you alluded to this year with with COVID was uh, was a lot different kind of style of racing and yeah. so um, definitely a lot different, but at the same that's what we kind of work for to try to try to stay on the same page throughout the year. Cooper, everything you said, I understand. I think what I was getting at was a number of riders that we've had on the show this year and a little bit last year, they enjoy this residency, so to speak, where you stay in a stadium two or three times because it's not as hard on the body. Uh, do you agree with that? Is your body as depleted typically after a 2019 season? now as it was then i think that's what i'm getting at i don't know i mean right. i don't think so i mean we you know i don't know it's hard to say i guess everyone's different but for me i i feel like the racing at the residency was was honestly harder to uh just stick to the training and stick to everything i mean um we're going to some of the cities we went to weren't allowing us to eat eat food inside or or go into grocery stores or anything like that so for me i think that made it a a bit more stressful and and just harder to keep to the the normal normalization of of what we're used to doing but yeah i mean it's um we were able to race at the the residency ones more than practicing so i guess you are putting your your body at less of a risk of a practice crash or something like that but uh overall um I kind of quite enjoyed the the normal schedule more than than maybe the residency, but like you said, with the COVID this year, it was just good to be able to to get a racing in and, and a normal season. That's such a good point, Cooper Webb joining us here, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, and yeah, when you have the normal schedule, as I use air quotes, it's a different city every week, but the sameness comes in on the weekdays. Granted, it's more travel, you going back and forth to wherever you're going to be during the week, typically home, but at least you have the same places to travel. There's a comfort level there, and you're right. You always know what your nutrition is going to be. You always know what your practice schedule is going to be, whereas with the residencies this year, uh uh-uh, that was always a big question mark. Yeah, absolutely, and so 
like you said, you, you kind of balance the two and uh, learn to adapt as, as we all do. Um, but yeah, you hit the nail on the head. It um, was a lot different, but like I said, it, it was something that we adapted well to. And I think the it, it was a, a short enough time period where you didn't feel like you were, you know, away from your normal routine for too long because it was really about 10 days by the time you had to be there early to get the COVID test and the, the, that. Uh, but just long enough to where you, you can get out of your, your routine a little bit, if you will. But, um, like I said, it's just, I was glad after, after last year, we had about a two month hiatus where we didn't race or know if we were going to even finish our season. So for this year to be able to get back to normality, have fans and, um, get all the races in was, was extremely, uh, efficient, but, uh, awesome at the same time. Cooper, did you keep track of just how many COVID tests you had this season? Yeah, it was, um, shoot, for basically every two to three days prior to each event, you had to get one. So, um, oh, yeah, I think we didn't have to get one for the Tuesday racing. So anytime we raced on Tuesday, we were clear. But other than that, we were getting them. So, yeah, I'd say, shoot, between 10 and 10 and 15 easy yeah easy so do you favor the nose swab or the spit test yeah yeah i got quite used to the nose swab but uh yeah i don't prefer either but you know it is what it is right now cooper webb we've had the mcgrath era we've had the carmichael reed stewart era the ryans they've been spread out enough that the fans have been able to make the transition from one to the next but you're coming along now pretty fast over the Ryan's era. We've had Roxon and other riders. Are the fans ready for a new name to cheer for? Yeah, like you said, it, it's a mix right now. Um, you know, and, and that's the transition phase, like you're saying, that that, that we're in. And I think it's uh, for me to get the second championship and, and establish myself, uh, you know, on the top end of the sport is, is pretty amazing. And I've had so many fans behind me and backing me, but you definitely have um, the, the guys that are guys and girls that, that have their rider and they stick to it. So I think the, uh, the big thing though, getting back to this year was having fans again at the races and True. being able to go sit in the stadiums and watch us race opposed to, like I said, things hit last year, it was all from TV or you know, on social media or whatever it is. So, I think this year, giving the fans the chance to get back into the stadiums and not only seeing us race and ride and perform, but see us without our helmets on and, and kind of get a glimpse of, of what we're like, whether it be at the semi or taking you know the photos or, or autographs or whatever we were able to, to do to, to relate to them. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'm going to keep you know working myself to, to keep establishing myself as hopefully the, the icons that you just mentioned um, and, and see where it takes us. Cooper Webb, the 450 Supercross champion, 2021. Cooper, your championship season started off pretty equally divided among several riders. Different people were winning. Then at the end, it got kind of weird and the winners were coming from all over the gates. Explain this crazy season and how it ended up with your championship. Like you said, it, it started off the first race uh, you know, being a defending champion and, and getting second in the series in 20 coming into this season, the, the goal is to win the championship. And 
at the first round, I, I straight up got a ninth place, which is not what I was expecting, not what the team expected, not what, what really anyone expected. So, um, right away, you know, it was a bit of, uh, a shock to the system. And, uh, we were at the residency at Houston where we had to come back, uh, on Tuesday and do it again. And I was able to rebound a little bit and, and get a fourth, but still not be on the podium, which was where we all expected to be. So, um, yeah, I, I was able to get a win at the third round, which was, was really awesome. Um, but as we moved to the next race, I was around the, the third or fourth place spot um, at that residency in, in Indianapolis. And I went leaving Indianapolis, I was uh, 19, 16 points down and uh, in the championship. And, you know, six round in with only... I think 11 to go uh, was, was quite a deficit. And, you know, Ken Roxon had the points lead and, and had a lot of momentum on his side. So it was kind of at that point where, hey, you know, if, if I want to win this championship, it we need a, a swing in pace and a change in momentum. And we were able to do that. We went then to Orlando uh, and then Orlando again, which I was able to get two wins and into the Daytona, the Speedway style, which is hmm. – always fun and a little different uh was able to close the points gap there and as we went to dallas the the third residency of the year i was able to win all three of them which was uh was an incredible feeling and and able to take the point lead and and extend it a little bit but like i said that was when you add all those up i i got the points lead at, at round 11 uh headed into 12 so you're, you're towards the back end of the series at that point. Dallas for an, uh, an additional weekend off, which in Supercross we normally only have one weekend off. <laughs> so it was, uh, it felt like a, an eternity of time we had off. And we went to Atlanta Motor Speedway, which Jeez. we had never been to. And it was, it was a speedway style track, which none of us have ever raced before, uh, besides the iconic Daytona. And, it was, uh, I'd say, more of a hybrid style track, which what I mean by that is usually we're always in stadiums around the 50-second lap time, and the floor space is, is a lot smaller and tighter. Where we went to Atlanta Motor Speedway, and we had a minute 40 lap times with three times the amount of floor space. So a lot higher speeds, a lot uh, less jumps, more high speed, uh, less turns. So it was quite a bit different. And um, we had some weather and uh, just some little things that, you know, I, was, I still had the, the red plate throughout the whole time, but Ken was able to, to make up some points and kind of close the gap a little bit. And uh, heading into three rounds to go, it had tightened back up to um, what could have been about a nine-point lead. And I was able to win at the last Atlanta round, which extended my, my lead to 16, headed with two to go. And uh, so, yeah, it was, like you said, it was ended up getting the championship and, and getting a, a second and a first at the last two rounds and clinching the championship. But it was a very roller coaster of a year as far as results go and uh, expectations. That is bonkers. I cannot remember what I had for breakfast this morning, but you just <laughs> recapped the 2021 season in about two and a half minutes, bro. Yeah, that's, 
it's uh, I, was, I was just trying to give the fans a, a real guideline of, of what we went through. And it's all top of mind. I mean, yeah. he's like, I know how this season played out. I love it. Are you ready for the outdoors? Yeah, so that's the, the next transition now. Is we got the Pro Motocross Series coming up here at the end of May. And I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, it's something that we'll, we'll kind of transition into getting ready for that as far as riding and training and testing goes. And, yeah, I want to try to be a contender as well in, in that series. So we're going to sure. put our head down and, and try to uh, accomplish a championship there as well. Well, how much did the hybrid track, so to speak, at Atlanta help prepare you for the outdoor season because of the faster speeds, because of less tight turns? Yeah, it actually did a little bit. Uh, and that's what we had to kind of learn and adapt to and, and change my, my motorcycle setup to kind of suit was more of that, that outdoor style. So um, it was a good little test for us to, to see what we needed to do. And, and we were able to adapt um, and, and make my bike a lot better and, and me adapt and get a lot better on, on that faster style track. So that gave me some confidence now to head into this motocross season. We have about three more weeks of, of riding and testing that we'll be able to do before the season opener. So yeah, I feel like I, I have kind of a, a good direction now on, on what I need to work on. Okay. You mentioned about three weeks of training, getting ready for the outdoor season. How much more beach time is in there? Yeah, not much more. Um, you know, that we were the team and uh, my trainer and stuff, we all were like, hey, we, we should enjoy it at least this week and get back after it. So, uh, yeah, a few more days of, of just kind of relaxing and taking some time off the dirt bike and, you know, let my mind uh, rest a little bit and then right back at it to uh, get back to work. Cooper, we like to have some fun with dudes from small towns like yourself from Newport, North Carolina. We like to poke fun yeah. at, at you little bastards that might have some famous people that come out of your towns. <laughs> uh, I looked it up. The most famous people from Newport, North Carolina, one person, his name is Cooper Webb. Congratulations. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you said, it's an uh, extremely small town in, in North Carolina where, we, where I grew up and... Um, Definitely not much motorcycle racing or, or really anything going on besides farming and, and some fishing. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool to be able to to come from a really small town and, and chase my dreams and not only kind of exceed out of out of Newport, but, you know, make it at, at the highest level is uh, extremely awesome and just pretty dang cool. If all yeah. things are equal, James Stewart, Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, who's the greatest Supercross rider ever? Man, that's a very tough one. They're, uh, they're through by, by a good measure. Uh, the greatest champion, I, I still have to say, would, would probably be... Uh, uh, man, that's tough. I'd say probably <laughs> McGrath still. I mean, to, uh, to win 72 is, is the race wins mm -hmm. that he, he's won and that's incredible i mean that's, that's so many wins and uh they all each had their own special things ricky was such a competitor james was by far the most talented and special human probably to ever throw a leg over a dirt bike but to be able to to win that many races um you know even in a different generation is yeah. is truly pretty impressive 
Cooper, enjoy the time off, buddy. Thanks for taking time to join us here in the Lucas Oil Studios and Speed Freaks Pits, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. It's fantastic. Cooper Webb, who knows? He may be the next Jeremy McGrath with Carmichael. I don't think so. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You never know. Could be. It's the new era. Yeah.